Hello and welcome to Small Town Banter, a rural library podcast about the Parkland County community, local events, and good old-fashioned Albertan humor. Small Town Banter was created by Parkland County Libraries as a way to connect you with your community from the comfort of your home. Stay tuned for special guests, funny antics, and so much more. We would like to discuss topics you're thinking about and hopefully others that have never crossed your mind. We endeavor to lighten your day and at times ponder the obscure. Welcome to Small Town Banter. We're so excited to be here. You're listening to Brittany and Lorena from Parkland County Libraries. And this week we are talking about World Ocean Day and we're diving into the deep end. But before we get into that, here are some community and library updates. For community news, the Westview Health Centre is offering a Step Up program, so you can call the office to add your name to the list of attendees. They have a limit of 10 for in-person groups, but it's a lot higher if you're wanting to do it virtually. And there's a lot of good information with the Step Up program. The first first three sessions focus on addictions, recovery, recovery, and relapse prevention. The last three topics cover relationships, stress management, and healthy thinking. This group may benefit many people with other issues such as hoarding, overeating, gaming, pornography, overspending, or any, any other type of unhealthy coping. Attendees do not have to attend all the sessions, but only of the ones of their choosing. So you can kind of cherry pick the ones that are just suited for you. So I really do recommend registering this or spreading the word if you know of somebody that's close to you that may benefit from one of these step up programs because if there's no interest or the numbers are really low they will have to discontinue the programs and that'll just be really sad to not have something this great in our community so let's try and get everybody registered. So the office phone number is 780-963-6151, or you can call Elizabeth at the Westview Addictions Counselor directly at 780-963-8098. We will have all of this information posted at the bottom of the podcast, so don't worry about trying to write down the numbers that I just gave you. The links and all of the phone numbers will be posted. And for library news, we we're recording this ahead of time. So hopefully we are actually open to the public and there are people inside the library right now. But I do recommend checking on our website or social media just to make sure, just because with the pandemic, things do change very quickly. So you never really know. Um, All of the information will be on our Facebook page if you just search PC Libraries on Facebook, or if you go to PCLibraries.ca, you can have a look on our website and all the information will be there or call us. All of our local librarians at each five of the libraries will want to, we want to talk to you. So give us a call and we'll tell you what's going on in each of our branches. And all of that contact information will be posted as well. Good thing of the week, Brittany. What do you have for us today? So my good thing of the week is like, for the libraries, it's not my personal good thing. I'm so excited that our summer program coordinator is here and she started 
the week that we have recorded this. Mm -hmm. So at, by the time this actually comes onto the air, we she'll be, have been here a couple of weeks. Maybe you'll have seen her face. And her name is Patricia. And she's just a lovely human being. And we're just so excited for all of the programs and events and fun things that are going to be happening this summer at all five of our libraries, thanks to Patricia. So that's just a really good thing for the week. I met Patricia this morning, lovely lady, looking forward to working with her throughout the summer. Um, so my good thing of the week is the weather's wonderful. My interactions with people have just been great and it's just been kind of a peaceful week. Nice. But what I has brought a smile to my face every time I think about it, my niece who turned five this weekend, Aww. Annika, has gotten an old phone and my brother-in-law has populated it with, uh, you know, family members, yep. um, Skype number. I am getting, collectively, we are getting Skype calls all the time from Annika. And if you don't answer, when you talk to her later, oh yeah, you called like four times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, do you need anything, honey? She's like, he didn't answer. <laughs> She doesn't understand. And, but the good thing is this week, uh, when I have talked to her on her little phone, she has taken me down the slide. Her and I have run around That's her backyard so and we were dragons together. So while we're far apart, I've had a little glimpse into a little five-year-old's little brain. It's been How, a wonderful That's week. so nice technology brought us mm -hmm. closer. It's yes. not always just Zoom fatigue. Sometimes no. it's... Nice social interaction. Yeah, I haven't been on a slide in years, except this week. I've gone like five or six times. There you go. That's a really good thing of the week. Book of the week. I love book of the week. Lorena, what book did you pick? So I picked a book called Memory Man by David Balducci. And this was an introductory uh, introduction to this mainstream, uh, critically acclaimed author, best-selling author. And Brittany, what a treat. I love something about his writing. I can't even put my finger on it. Um, mind you, I haven't put a lot of thought into it, but there's something about his writing that just kind of resonates. I like the way it flows. Uh, I'm not even clear on what I like about his writing. But there's a reason why he's critically yes. And uh, so this is a series that follows a tired detective, Amos Decker, that has survived absolute atrocities. And let's be clear, he's barely surviving when I say he's surviving, or he survived. Uh, he's thrust back into the work fray, uh, worse for wear, but motivated for the case, but really not motivated in life. Right. And uh, with his kind of new experiences and his state of mind, in a way, maybe it kind of complements the investigation in the case. And um, I can see why this author is a favorite amongst our patrons. I'm hooked. I would suggest uh, this author to everyone. And I've just read one of his, I don't know, 40 yes. books. I totally feel like we switched genres this week. <laughs> You're into the mysteries. That's I, I've never read any of his books and I'm curious yeah. now. And what about you? What's your favorite book? So my favorite book <laughs> that I love this week. So it is a book called A Place Called Here. And it's written by Cecilia Ahern, I feel like I just butchered her last name, but seriously, this is a really cute book. It's more, it's a lighthearted, fun read. It's about the main character. Her name is Sandy Short, and she has been haunted by the thought of like, 
where do all of our missing things go? Why is why did I put two socks in the dryer and only get one? Where are all my Tupperware lids? And then like bigger things like how can a an entire full physical human being just disappear with no shred of evidence? Mm-hmm. What where does that person go? Where are all of our missing things going? Is it a physical like this doesn't make sense? How do things just disappear? And without you revealing, was there kind of an answer at the end? Yes. Okay. And she is a private investigator and she um yeah, she's just really wondering what, where are all of these things going? And the answer that she finds out is, I definitely like want to spoil this whole book, but I won't <laughs> because it's it's cute and it's not what you would expect okay. it to be. But there is an answer. She finds resolution and I definitely read the book and find out what happens. Okay. Find out where missing things go. So today is World Ocean Day, and we're just going to get, we're going to dive right in and talk about the oceans. Good one, Brittany. (sighs) Good puns. (laughs) So this is always a relevant subject. Like, I feel like any day is a good day to talk about the oceans. But in the last couple of months with the Netflix documentary, Seaspiracy, I feel like a lot a lot of people are talking about it more like it's a water cooler conversation that a lot of people are having and like that documentary I haven't seen it like it's that. interesting I watched it and it definitely made me think about a lot of things there's a lot of hotly contested okay. information and whether or not the scientific data that they're giving out in the documentary is still relevant because some of it is a little bit old and just a a lot of different things but it definitely makes you think about how differently about the oceans and how our impact on it Mm -hmm. i guess our impact on the waters uh did you know that 71 percent of the earth is ocean is water that seems a little high to me but I guess I checked it on multiple sources because I'm not me, doubting it. I'm not and, doubting I, it. and I wrote down in our notes, this just seems wild for a landlocked Alberta girl. Like it yes. blows my mind. How can that be? Yes. Let's see some other facts that I have. 94% of all life on earth is aquatic. Okay. That seems a little high too. That one I've heard for a very long time. But they have like animals and species that they haven't even. Yeah. We don't discovered. even know what's down yeah. there. Um, what else do I have? Well, yeah, so here, right into what you were saying, we have only explored about 5% of the oceans. Wow. So there's a lot of stuff down there that we don't know about. Yes. Random side fact, there's also a conspiracy theory that aliens are already living on the Earth and they're currently residing in the Marianas Trench. Yeah, they're called octopus. I love conspiracy theories. I'm not saying I believe them, but I love learning about them. There's just, yeah, they're entertaining is the perfect word. Yes. I feel like mid pandemic, like we need a little bit of extra entertainment. So I'm here for these conspiracy theories, but back to oceans. Let's see. There are more historic artifacts currently residing at the bottom of the ocean than there are in all of the museums on earth. Oh, I could see that. Absolutely. All those ships. Yep. Of eras gone past all that loot there's also a lot of really good wine on the floor of the ocean like just think about how much wine was at the bottom like on the titanic it's true maybe there's octopuses having a little party um they're smart enough it's true apparently it is possible to find rivers and lakes beneath the ocean i 
feel like this one's more like more people know about that. Like they're that about there's rivers, rivers. But lakes, but I guess yeah. bodies of water would be considered lakes. So when that. salt water and hydrogen sulfide combine, it becomes denser than the rest of the water around it. So mm -hmm. that's how it turns into a oh. lake or a river. The water's just more dense. So it's not like right. water and no water, it's right. just the density. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, coral produces it, its own sunscreen. Wow. So I think that's so cute for some reason. Yeah, we haven't evolved to right? be able to do that. Maybe we need a little, like, we need to learn from the coral. So too much sunlight can obviously damage the al algae that live inside the coral that's in the shallow water. So protect to protect it, the main source of it, so algae is what coral eats. This right. is what I'm trying to get at. I'm twisting my tongue. So, and uh, the it eats the coral and the coral's fluorescence. Mm -hmm. And then this creates proteins and they act as like a sunscreen. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I made that more confusing than I had to be. But if you Google it, mm -hmm. someone smarter will make more sense out of it. Something else that was really cute. Well, I don't know cute, but I thought it was interesting. There's enough gold in the ocean for every single human being to have nine pounds of gold. Wow. Like That's my retirement plan. I just then. picture pirates. Like, I don't know. I want nine pounds of gold, please. <laughs> those are good. I like those. Oh, oh, this was my favorite one. I have two more things to share. So sharks, they like to party. Did you know that? No. Yeah, this is my favorite thing. Because so, I would never go to that party. So you would never go to a shark party. You no. You're like, don't even put me on the list. So it turns out that humans are not are they're not the only ones that want a winter vacation. In 2002, scientists discovered an area in the remote part of the Pacific Ocean. So it's like between Baja, California, and Hawaii, and it's a place where typically the coastal great white sharks will migrate to in the winter. And the scientist named this spot the White Shark Cafe. <laughs> Some sharks just hang there for months at a time before like going back to the coast for warmer weather. They just like to chill and have. So they're hanging out like Jimmy Buffett and just. Right, it's just a hot spot. Yeah, they're like <laughs> snowbirds of the ocean. Snowbirds. <laughs> and then I have a joke for you. Okay, what's the joke? Okay, what did the sarcastic otter say? What did the sarcastic otter say? I think you've confused me with someone who builds a dam. <laughs> but I think that joke should have been, what does the sarcastic beaver say? I think it would have fit better, but yes. It's still cute. It is still cute. And it kind of has that little bit of a Casablanca feel. Absolutely. So you've even added that in. Look at, look at you go. Um, the ocean is really, I think, the last frontier on Earth. Uh, with constant yeah. new discoveries. Well, obviously, if there's only 5% of the ocean has been discovered. Um, and I'm definitely a land lover, but I am fascinated by that alien world right here on Earth. And I was looking into the octopus. Everyone's mm -hmm. kind of seen an article and kind of delved into it. They're both fascinating and appall me at the same time. Terrifying creatures. Uh, with their misshapen heads and their kind of urethal movements and I don't think it's the looks for me it's how smart they are that freaks me out yeah like they can open up a jar of cheese whiz and they can like yeah they can do whatever yeah. they want they don't care right and their suspected intelligence are 
it is disconcerting for sure. And I was watching a video. Now this made me laugh, but I was horrified also. A gentleman in Australia, and they referred to it as him getting a whipping. Oh, I told from you. this octopus. Ugh. Now, it was. I mean, the guy was okay and stuff like that, but just to see that awkward-looking creature, yeah. and it was he was or he or she was whipping their tentacle. Ladies I really love that you respected the pronouns of the octopus. That's so cute. <laughs> Good for you. It's Pride Month too. We're respecting our pronouns. So, but what shocked me was. It was in shallow water, Brittany. I saw that video. Not what I thought octopus like, would be. And like in, we're talking the deep depths, depths of like undiscovered, undiscovered so waters. I just made sure. Shallow. Yeah, like he was just standing on the beach, minding his own business, like letting the ocean yeah. crash his ankles. And this was like literally up, up to your like calf. Where I would be, if I was on the beach in Australia, yeah. that's about as far as I would go. That would be my comfort level. My comfort level has been ripped for me now yeah. that I've seen that video. I really love the ocean from the comfort of a swimming pool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was amazing. And that they call it, they literally have a word for it. Like he got a whipping. <sighs> so that kind of made me laugh. Anyway, he was absolutely fine. It was a, um, a neat thing. Um, in addition, I was reading an article that some researchers were following octopus and they're hunting companions. They hunt in formations with other, um, uh, like fish, right? Like to kind of flush out prey. Like obviously oh, they sneaky. are very intelligent, but they had noted, and the word they used was spiteful. That the octopus, for no reason, just kind of got spiteful and started punching the fish. I feel like you you could have just said octopus are spiteful and I would have believed you like without that evidence. <laughs> yeah. And they said there was no reason and they were watching and these scientists were recording it. So don't I don't know. They're kind of a moody group. They don't like Mondays. So to me, um, there's the IQ of the octopus. And but when they're spiteful, that kind of, to me, lends itself that maybe they also have an EQ, which that terrifies me. So tell us the difference between IQ and EQ. Um, IQ is um, intellectual intelligence. So, you know, being able to do things or the mechanics of yeah. something, like when they were doing the tests and they were octopus were able to open jars and right. get food out of it. Whereas EQ would be the emotional quotient where they feel and have emotions and like Ooh. lash out. And yeah. to me, that's an emotion. Yep. Anyway, that totally kind of is disconcerting. And they also pass on personality traits down to their offspring. Okay, that's stop so right crazy. there. They have personalities, especially that they I live. It. But spiteful personalities. Well, of course they would. They live in the solitude, in the darkness. No wonder they're like whippy and punchy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I think we need to have a segment on our podcast here, Brittany, instead of, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than an octopus? Oh, the answer would be no. <laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of local, and I mean Canadian local. Today, the Niagara Falls Aquarium, um, they had a little baby red octopus, which the picture 
she is just adorable. Like I gotta say, Aww. she is cute. And um, they were holding a name contest for everybody. And today is the unveiling. So maybe we'll put it on the link what yes. the answer was. And it was down to the final three names of Octavia, Bean, and Squishy. I hope Squishy won. My, that's where my vote would be. Yeah, so I thought that was that's so a cute, cute way to end this off. A lot of ocean facts. Mm -hmm. If you have more ocean facts, feel free to send them our way. We want to learn more of why the ocean is terrifying. So Brittany, I want to learn a little bit about you. I mean, I think we know each other you know, pretty well. We work together and we... I have a lot of similar interests, and yep. uh, you're just fun to be around. Oh, thanks. But, you know, there's those little bit things under the surface that I've been curious about, so I was going to ask you some questions, if it's okay. Okay. I have some for you, too. So, if you had a past life, who were you? Ooh. I feel like I was somewhat grumpy. <laughs> I don't know who, though like a grumpy hermit person. Like, I feel like that's who I was. You did not disappoint. The reason why I asked this question is everybody always has to be like Marie Antoinette or like royalty. Who, oh yeah, no, I was someone that- Who is the beggar? Who is the, like, nobody ever says, oh yeah, I think my past life I was a beggar or a barmaid. Like a, I lived in a, like a dusty, like apartment suite or like a hole in the ground, like, like, a, I was a hermit. There's probably a few cats involved. I feel that, now that I'm saying that, I didn't mean it as a test, but in a way, I feel like that was a test. And I That passed? you totally yes. passed. Yes. That's awesome. You did not That was a good question. You did not disappoint. Okay, what am I going to ask you? What current fact about your yourself right now would, have, would impress five-year-old you? So if you met your five-year-old self and you had to tell them something about you, what would you say to me, like really impress yourself? Hmm. Um, I guess maybe that I, for five years, I had a job where I had no home base and I traveled across Canada. Um, I came back for two weeks at Christmas and otherwise I was a traveling um, young person. That would totally impress, yeah. So this is a simple one, just because I'm curious. Your middle name? It's Elizabeth. Okay. And not after the queen, after my great-grandmother. Okay. I feel like most people, like most girls my age are, their middle name is Elizabeth or okay. Marie. Yes, a lot, or Dawn. Yeah. There's a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's Elizabeth. Okay. What is, if you could be a specific fruit or vegetable, what would you be? Hmm. Blueberry. Cute. I don't know why, but that totally makes sense to me, and I, I have no reason for it. I don't know why, but yeah, blueberry, blueberry just seemed to work for me. If you were a Muppet, which Muppet would you be? Hands down, 100% Beaker. <laughs> I will, li like, thou, I, yes, Beaker. That's the character? That yeah. I think I'm more of a Miss Piggy. Intense. And uh, maybe hold the violence, but... Hold the violence, yes. <laughs> at least at work, anyways. Yeah, and I, and I guess I wouldn't want to dress like her, but yeah, probably Miss Piggy. Do you think your husband would pick Kermit if he didn't know you were picking Miss Piggy? 
<laughs> oh, that would be a hard sell for Jay. Um, I'm going to have to ask him and get back to you. Yeah, I want to know. We need to know this for next would week. Would he be my Kermit yeah. to my Miss Piggy? I want to know. Hey, my question. This one might be a bit harder on the spot, but I'm going to ask it anyways. If your life had a theme song, like a sitcom, what would it be? Oh, um, Motoran. Nice. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words because I always... But I totally know them. the you song You know that 80s song, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I actually do that and I get in the car with the kids when I'm ready to go and I always sing that and then I don't finish the words and they get annoyed, but I've never learned the words because I kind of like annoying them and bugging them, right? It's kind of my thing. Why else would you have kids? So, Brittany, a pet peeve of yours. Pet peeve of mine. I know I have like a million of them. <laughs> Definitely eating with your mouth open. Okay. It's the first one I can think of. Yeah, so, eating is a big one for people. Yeah. Especially when people have thin cheeks or something and you can hear it sounds like they're eating sticks and gravel. Yeah. I feel like that's why sometimes it's awkward eating at work. Like I don't okay. want my coworkers to hear me chewing. I've never heard you <laughs> chew. You've been successful, Brittany. I've yes. never heard you chew. Yes. Okay. Teleportation or flying? Oh, teleportation. Because that is kind of a... It's faster. Yeah. It's like flying, but without yeah. the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Teleportation. Yeah. Coffee or tea, Brittany? Coffee. Okay. See, I, I'd be down the middle both. I like a good cup of tea, but coffee all the way. Okay, now let's get personal. What's your current cell phone wallpaper? Well, my kids put a naked roll mat, uh, mole rat on the front to freak me out. <laughs> I love your family. Uh, so they get on and they put terrible pictures on the front so that it scares me because I, I, I have a thing with rodents. So they, my son actually found a picture of a naked roll ma mole rat. Yep. It's horrific. I think you need to put a lock on your phone. I think so. I would like to know, Brittany, what is something when you think of you mm -hmm. that you really like about yourself? Hmm. I like, I think I'm caring. Mm -hmm. You are. I think that's what I like about myself the most is that it like, sometimes yes. to a fault, but it definitely that I, I think yes. I'm a caring person. You are. Thank definitely. you. What's your favorite Disney movie? Robin Hood. I like the song. I love, okay, we, because at my house, my animals follow me around all the time. And then I sing, I love that movie yeah. too. We sing like Robin Hood, Little John, Welcome yeah, to the Forest. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And also the, um, do, 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 you know that one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that honestly, for a Disney movie, that movie has a solid soundtrack. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, Brittany, what do you think of clowns? Are they funny or creepy? And, and an add-on, what about chickens? Because I find both a little creepy. You find both creepy? I'm not a huge fan of clowns, but they don't really scare me. I just have, yeah. I don't have a lot of use for them. Um, not that I'm like, a, like I hate, like, like I'm like, if you're a clown, get away from me. I'm no, I feel like I just you. insulted all clowns. I'm sorry, clowns. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I guess I could go either way with clowns. I love 
chickens. Probably at least once a week, I mourn the fact that I don't have a big enough yard for a chicken coop. Okay. I love them. Um, What should I ask you next? What are you watching on TV right now? Well, I am backlogged because you have recommended so much stuff, Brittany, that I can't keep up. That's so funny. (laughs) Um, Andromeda right now. Probably last night that's what we were watching is Andromeda. Brittany, what was the last time you tried something new? Oh, no. I feel like I'm... That's a hard question for me. I'm I'm kind of scared of everything. Well, the podcast was a new thing for us. It's like I'm more willing to take risks at work than I am at home, I guess. Try new things at work. I guess, like, this is a new job for me. I haven't been that long. No, the podcast was a new venture for us. Like, we had zero clue on. I'm taking a course right now. Um, Like, I'm learning new things. So, I guess I'm always trying to learn something new. Right. But I'm, I'm not like, I don't wake up on a Saturday morning and feel like I should go jump out of an airplane or something. Right. You're not compelled to do that. Well, there's different levels, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What? If you could bring back any fashion trend, any of them, what would it be? Leg warmers. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> They just make sense in Canada. I've never let like warmers die. I have two pairs. I actually have two pairs at home too. Like, (laughs) and actually this is terrible that I had ruptured my Achilles and I have these cast socks that are like the compression kind. No, no, and it goes up to my knee. I wear those around the house all winter. My cast socks. They go up to my knee. They look ridiculous, but they're so practical. Oh, I'm curious. I will bring them. Yes. I have one more question for you, Brittany. Okay. If you could dress in, if you could only dress in one color for the rest of your life, one color, what would you dress? Black. I'm not, I don't yeah. I have to think about it black. That's why you're my girl, because <laughs> we'd be in mourning together. Yeah. It's like you have the veil. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know why. Nice. I just went totally Victorian. Like, I have a big poofy black dress and a big hat with a veil. And then I could do that. Pale. It would make life simple, actually. A little, what are those fancy carousel? Is that what they're called? Carousel. Carousel's yes. different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we learned a lot about yeah. each other. That was fun. Thank you. In this week's edition of Weird News. Okay. I I know this is an ocean episode and I keep bringing back up aliens, but this is just the way it's going. We're talking about news. aliens. Yeah. So... Global News has reported that the RCMP dispatchers for Alberta, um, and this was in May, that the number of calls that have come into the RCMP of reported UFO sightings has increased like a lot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's because we're all at home bored, maybe a few of us got some telescopes, or maybe we're going for night drives and seeing some weird lights, but... um, Yeah, it's like the perfect storm of pandemic boredom. They also talked about the SpaceX launches. So, like, we're seeing stuff on the news about humans going Mm. into space or maybe paying a little bit more attention or maybe it's just on our minds. So we're seeing things that, well, we're imagining things. I don't know. Who knows? But we're calling 911 to 
talk about aliens a lot more than we ever have. Well, we were talking, you and I, that um, like TV shows, all like so many TV shows wrapped around aliens or supernatural beings, right? So it's very much. Absolutely. And like documentaries, fiction, nonfiction, yeah. like it is, it is like definitely everywhere. It is everywhere. So. And then also it does seem to kind of coincide with the public interest and the U.S. government uh, saying that they're going to release decades worth of observations from the Pentagon this month. I'm so excited. I and like, I know that we're going to get all these documents and it's all going to be like 90% redacted. Right. But I'm still interested. I still want to know. <laughs> just a little bit of just, information. Just a little hint. Like the government's telling us that aliens are real. What? Like how is well, this? I don't know if they're saying it's real. They're just saying. They're saying they have is... in this is what their observations yeah. were, the Pentagon. Yeah, I agree. So, like, I don't think they're like, yeah, like we met ET. I think it's like okay. we we pay attention for right. things. Yes. But who knows? It'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens. It is interesting. I feel like this is the weirdest weird news that we've had so far. And I hope that, like, I hope it gets weirder. Thanks for sticking it out with us on this episode of Small Town Badger. Until next week, stay safe and be well, folks. Toodles. If you have a community event, program questions, or something you would like to share with us at Small Town Banter, please email us at podcast at pclibraries.ca. That's podcast at pclibraries.ca.